and welcome to the podcast of Snooze You Lose. I'm your host, Carl. This is a podcast about some strange, weird, wacky, messed up, gross, and questionable news stories from around the world, past and present. Some really fucked up shit. And thanks for joining us. If you're a returning listener, you know how much fun we'd like to have here. You know how fucked up in the head you are. You know how you like to hear crazy news articles that I dig, 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 and find for you and let you know what's going on out there in this crazy world. If you're a new listener, ha, you're in for a treat. Um, we don't really just talk about the news on here. We talk about snooze you lose. In other words, we talk about some really fucked up news articles, which most, the majority of them, I will say, are true. Because they're too good to be true. But a lot of them are. And it's a case of when you think you've... Do you think you've heard it all? No, you haven't. You really fucking haven't. Um, the first thing I want to get to today is... A clip from YouTube called... From Joey Diaz Clips. Joey Diaz is a comedian, podcaster, um, actor. He's been on a lot of movies. Had played roles in a lot of movies. Small roles and shit like that. Um, he has a very successful podcast called The Church of What's Happening Now. Which recently had stopped doing their podcasting. They went out on top, though, believe me. Um, he just decided to move across the country. Now he's doing something called Joey's Joint. He has a very, very enthusiastic opinion. Ballsy as fuck. He'll just come out and say whatever the hell he wants. He doesn't give a shit. He's an old man. He'll say what the fuck he wants. If it offends you, well, fuck off. Go find someone else to listen to. Um, basically, what he's going to talk to us about today is, I want to share this clip with you, is... The whole Black Lives Matter movement and how, I mean, everybody was turning on the police. Next thing you know, it was bad to be a police officer. But then, I mean, it almost felt like, really, so all police officers are bad just because there's the one bad seed that did something bad or maybe a few of them, sorry. Um, so now all police are bad. Don't trust police. They're out to kill black people. Well, that's not necessarily true. There are bad seeds everywhere. Um, they have had all these protests, of course, have been happening over the last few months, which I agree with. Yes, yes. In some, some ways, a change needs to really fucking happen. Um, they could also go about it in a nonviolent way, but hey, they're trying to get their point across. Um, basically, I want to share this clip with you, though. It's, um... Yeah, Joey Diaz. And basically what he's talking about is what it's like to be a cop right now. So I'm going to let you guys listen to it um, with no fucking ads. Sorry about <laughs> Yeah, so let's have a listen. Um, let's see what he has to say. He's very interesting. And yeah, we'll see you in a bit. It's off right now. There's so many cops right now that are walking with their head down right now. It's fucking embarrassing how many cops are walking around looking down on the floor right now. Because this is not what they joined the force for. But I don't know the life of a cop, and neither do you, because you're not a cop. And a lot of cops listen to this, and you know I know what I'm talking about. What you deal with on a daily basis, after a certain amount, the same way we get bitter towards our jobs. Yeah. They get bitter towards their jobs. You really have to love being a public servant. I don't think that some of these cops, I have... Two things that bother me right now about being a cop. There's only two things. Okay. That is tremendous. I gotta kill this roach. <laughs> they don't hire. Look, if you hire my friend Vinny's gonna be a sheriff. All right. He's in training right now. He has to go to class five days a week, eight hours a day. 
He's from North Hollywood. He went to North. Yeah, so um, just a second, for those of you who don't know, he just said he had to kill this roach. Basically, what a roach is, it's the end of a joint, a marijuana joint. Um, Yeah, they like to smoke weed, eat edibles, and get really fucked up on this show. That's the best part about podcasting is there are no rules. You can say and do whatever the fuck you want because you're the one that's in charge, and hey, your sponsors pick you up, you make money from it. So Hollywood hot. Put him in North Hollywood. So he has an investment in North Hollywood. Okay, listen. If me and you are gay lovers, right, and we like <laughs> to drink and smack each other from time <laughs> to time, a rookie comes and arrests you, and then you're going to be out in two days, and we're going to go back to being lovers, then they're going to arrest us because we violated the restraining order. And it's going to be, uh, guess what? Vinny's known about us. We're the gay couple up the corner. They call they called us Fruity Lee and Fruity Joey when they were kids. Now Vinny's an adult. We're still gay. We're still older, and we're still crazy. Vinny would come knock on the door and say, "Joey, what the fuck? Go across the street to the hotel. I'll call. I'll put it on my car." You follow? What I'm trying to say to you: There's times that somebody should be arrested, and there's times that you already know what goes on in this neighborhood. These people don't know what goes on in these neighborhoods. So that's one reasoning. Absolutely. And the other thing is the social skills. You and I were in a car one day. You were driving me to a doctor's appointment. And was something on a Monday morning during rush hour that just had no, only a fucking dummy could do. He parked his car sideways, this cop. To yell at a homeless guy. It created a fucking mountain of traffic ass lead. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And it's just a common sense thing. He could have pulled into a driveway. There were 10 driveways there. He pulled, the cop pulls in, not even straight, but sideways. So I think the common sense, I think the college education, that you need to be college educated to be a cop, I need to be, you need to be a little little bit more street savvy. You need to be a little bit more street savvy and learn how to call it when you're on the street. There's times, dog, I know who's chasing me with a fucking knife and I'm going to put a bullet in your fucking head. <laughs> but if I know you're a mental health guy, I'm going to shoot you in the fucking leg and call it a fucking day. And I'm, I'm not sure of the exact time, but isn't, isn't like the training very short for police officers? Like it's, it's amazing that you they're not in, in classes for four years and they don't get a gun for a while. Like That's a lot of of, of pressure, that's a lot of responsibility to give you someone. Know, those cops are standing on the line, and they're getting yelled at, pig, fuck you, you suck, you're going to die, your mother. They go through special training to sit there and not listen to that, to not get agitated by that. I don't, I don't seem like it. Okay, you can't get agitated by that. It's just people's words. You have to numb up, sit there, and wait for them to invade your personal space. Personal space, you know? And look at it again. I've had different times in my... I mean, for Christ's sake, I went to prison for fucking tying up a guy. So anything I would say would be hypocritical. He was kidnapping for drugs. That's what... <laughs> you know, man, so, so people just want to see justice. Uh, and it... Like I said, I don't think... I think the protests will let the judges know how serious this feels to us when he's sentencing and what type of sentencing I mean the guy's on suicide watch the other three cops haven't been arrested they'll be arrested tomorrow morning first thing in the fucking morning and then you know 
Sometimes, guys, you've got to let nature be nature. You know, I told you a story once about a fight that I saw where two guys fought, and the kid, the father took him with the van, and they both fought, and then the kid was getting beat up, and my friend goes, enough. And my friend goes, no, no, let's fight to this song. You know, one more song. And my buddy's like, this guy's a fucking bull. You know, nature sometimes has to happen. You know, nature just sometimes have to ha has to happen. Those other three cops are going to get charged, and then they're going to make bail. And they can't go past this because their addresses are online. There's people going to the, into the web, and they can find anything out about you in two fucking seconds. Everything in your life is on the web. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so they can find out where you live. They could be at your house and blow your fucking house up. And that was Joey Diaz. Thanks for the clip, Joey, that I didn't get permission to use, but I'm sure you don't really give a shit. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, and I just gave you some promotion, which is great. Uh, so, yeah, I don't always play clips on here of other people. I actually would like to talk uh, and tell about news articles that I find about some really fucked up shit, which I'm about to get to. Um, if you're a new listener, you can follow me on Instagram at snooze you lose podcast. And yeah, it's always a great time. You can reach out to me and you can let me know if there's this, maybe a fucked up story in your life that you'd like to talk about. Uh, I mean, obviously what Joey was just talking about was a really fucked up situation which has happened in the States. Everybody seemed to have turned against the police. But hey, back the blue, fuckers. If they're good cops, back them. If they're bad cops, they can fuck off. You guys can maybe get some help. Maybe I shouldn't say fuck off because you all have a gun. So yeah, I like you guys too. <laughs> maybe you just have to get the proper treatment and maybe you're not exactly in the correct line of work so yeah uh okay so let's get to the first news article here um you're really gonna enjoy this one this is from smalljoysnews.com but to be quite honest this uh this article this news story was over a lot of headlines you may have already heard about it already because it's really fucked up and it is true i'm just gonna read the headline here and the headline says Vietnamese police seized 324,000 used condoms being washed and sold as new. Hmm, are you sure you heard that correctly? <laughs> Let me say it one more time. Fuck. Vietnamese police seized 324,000 used condoms being washed and sold as new. What? So condoms, yes, condoms, where you put your spunk, your jizz, your cum. Your babies, your fucking, what helps protect you against from disease. So it means not only so much was inside the condom, that is maybe squirted off, it's on the outside of the condom. Disease, fucking pussy juice, dick juice, fucking anal juice, asshole, fucking feces, all kinds of shit on there. But, <clears throat> let's just see why... They were being washed and sold as new. I mean, it's one thing to have condoms that maybe the package says use condoms, you know. Then you know, you're buying a used condom. You're taking a chance. You're saving a couple bucks or whatever. But they're being sold as new, so you have no fucking clue. This has been used before. Is that even safe? Doesn't the plastic break down? Well, what the fuck? Okay, I'm just going to read the news article here. It's a pretty grossed out. Vietnam Vietnamese police carried out a raid recently on a factory where used condoms were cleaned and resold. According to reports, the raid revealed a whopping 324,000 used condoms, and the alarming figures are sending shockwaves around the globe, I'd say. Fuck. More, more. Uh, however, the factory paid workers for performing a series of tasks 
that included cleaning rubber contraceptives right before reshaping them. Meanwhile, the workers received instructions on how to use the wooden dildo for accurate shape construction. Wow. Wow. So yeah, it shows a picture of the wooden dildo. Obviously, after it's been used, it's in like any type of plastic or rubber, it gets miss. I don't know, gets disformed in shape, I guess you could say, because it's fucking used condom. Gross. And then you got to wash them out, stretch them, dry them and all that shit. So then they have to put the condom on a rubber dildo, reshape it, roll it back up, put it into the package. It's actually showing a picture of it here hanging on the rubber dildo. Impressive. Really fucking impressive. What a job. After this step, the condoms underwent repackaging right before getting sold to the public. Alarmingly, thousands were already dispatched and on their way to markets for sale. And unfortunately, the public had no clue. Well, when they're being repackaged as brand new, how the fuck would you know, right? I mean, if they've cleaned them that good, made them look good, condom's a condom, right? <laughs> Not in this case. Um, police carried out the massive raid upon the warehouse on Saturday, and that's when they seized their used condoms. Thankfully, the police arrested the warehouse owners, FAMT, and that's when she made some rather startling claims. FAMT disclosed... How they received condoms at least once during the month. However, she never disclosed the name. She oh oh say okay. So she received the condoms through somebody and sold it to her. So maybe there was some sort of you know condom recycling program going on as to say hey we buy your new used condom for ten cent and you make the money back. Not to realize they went and turned around to sell the condom for like one dollar and make a profit. Be more cheap instead of getting the new material to make condoms from the machinery and everything. They decide just to clean them. It kind of makes me wonder, is this factory's whole fucking initiative just to, just to fucking buy used condoms, clean used condoms, resell used condoms is new? That's pretty fucked up. Like, why is Asia is really the king of knockoff counterfeits, <laughs> even for condoms? So it really shouldn't be that surprising, to be quite honest with you. When I heard it, it was like gross. And then when I heard, yeah, it was on that side of the world. I was like, well, no offense to anybody on that side of the world. But sorry, a lot of counterfeit fucking shit comes from over there. And now condoms? Like, what the hell? Although police took all the 324,000 used condoms into custody for evidence. Put little fucking handcuffs on. <laughs> no. They will soon be disposed of. Thank God. And that's because they are termed as dangerous medical waste. Meanwhile, one government official claims how condoms come under medical items. For this reason, they will interrogate the factory owner under the laws broken. Today, it's still unclear as to how many condoms are actually dispatched. Authorities say that the load <laughs> found, the load found as evidence weighs a massive 360 kilogram, a 360 kilogram load, which is approximately around 700 pounds, I guess. <laughs> That's a big load, motherfuckers. It's a big load to clean up. That's a big load to fucking rinse off, dry, repackage. That sounds a lot of dirty fucking work, if you ask me. I feel bad for those workers. They're lucky if they're getting a grain of rice or fucking 10 cents a day when they work, too. It wouldn't surprise me. Hey, I could be totally wrong. Maybe they're paid well and looked after. I doubt it, though. Why the fuck would you have to be that desperate to work in that situation? I mean, wow. Whatever the case may be, it's a serious threat to humans. From a medical point of view, it can lead to grave health hazards. At the same time, it can transmit numerous diseases across a wide spectrum. So why don't we just start another crazy pandemic right now with fucking used condoms? Well, I'm glad they caught these people. 
I'm glad I brought you this article, and I'm wondering if you stopped listening to me right now. If you haven't stopped listening listening to me right now, then that's great. Oh, fuck. I don't know if any other story can top that one right now, but I thought we'd get off with a good one, you know? So, get off with a good story, which a lot of people were getting off on in the condoms, which, wow, I can't believe that. Wow. That number was astronomical. And to be able to collect that many used condoms, like, what kind of a... What kind of a program were they running? You know what I mean? Like, that is just mind-blowing to me. Fucking mind-blowing. That you would be able to even get all those used condoms together. Like, wow. Desperate times call for desperate measures, I guess. And you have a business plan, you really fucking go for it. But you also may find yourself in jail. So with that said, don't reuse your condoms. Don't reuse the condom. I was trying to help the environment. Maybe that was their excuse. I'm trying to help the environment, the plastic. Why not fucking reuse them? Well, it's not a good idea. I don't know if you guys out there reuse condoms. Maybe you can drop me a line. Maybe be your own condom. I doubt you're going to sell it to somebody for resale and package it as new. Anyways, I'm going to stop rambling and get to the next story here. All right. This next story comes from HuffingtonPost.ca. You guys have seen sinkholes before, you know, the ground just decides to open up. It's usually like a, maybe like a paved piece of road or whatever. Um, typically, the, the whole ground just opens up, swallows the cars, swallows people. Well, an interesting thing happened here. This article is from HuffingtonPost.ca. A man plummets into sinkhole as he waits for a bus. And he finds horror below. A New York City man was waiting for a bus recently when he fell into a sinkhole that held another traffic surprise for him. A swarm of rats. Leonard Shoulders, 33, suffered a broken arm and broken leg in the 12 to 15 foot plummet. Sorry, I'm just laughing at his name, Leonard Shoulders. He broke his arm, he broke his leg. I think his shoulders were fine, but anyways. Uh, So yeah, he plummeted 12 to 15 feet. After the ground gave way on a Bronx sidewalk, his brother Greg White told the New York Daily News. He couldn't move, and the rats were crawling all over him. He didn't scream because he didn't want the rats going into his mouth. Wow. So, I mean, it's one thing to get fucking shocked by, wow, the ground just came out underneath you, you fell on the ground, you got fucked up, broke your bones, and in a lot of pain, and now there's rats climbing everywhere all over you. The victim's mother, Cindy White, had similar comments for NBC New York. He's traumatized, she said. The rats down there were ridiculous. They were so big, especially New York rats. Holy fuck. White said her son told her, um, emergency crews took about a half an hour to rescue him and Shoulders was hospitalized, NBC reported. He's alive, though, thank God. He's alive, but he's really fucked up. I mean, maybe that's his worst nightmare. I mean, when are you going to fall into a pit of spiders, fall into a pit of snakes? But New York City rats, that's pretty fucking brutal. He's probably going to have some PTSD after that. He probably doesn't want to be waiting for a bus anymore. I mean, you never know when your day or life could change in a second, in an instant. You have no fucking clue. I'd say be aware of your surroundings, but hey, when you're standing on the ground and the ground gives, it's time to get the fuck out of there. So maybe if you feel a little rumble next time on the ground, maybe if you have time, maybe you just want to take a few steps away and just see what happens. That's my public service announcement for now. I hope you enjoyed that story. Uh, Let's move on to the next story here. For those of you who don't know, New York City has a massive rat problem. They are the biggest motherfuckers you've probably ever seen. So, yeah. That, of course, so that wasn't really a shock, probably, that there's that many rats underneath the ground. But uh, this, okay, so this next article comes from ScienceAlert.com. 
It says the mammalian, mammalian, that's what we are, mammals, right? Mammalian, yeah, people, humans, mammals. <laughs> the mammalian brain, am I even saying that right? The mammalian brain starts eating itself when it doesn't get enough sleep. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you really need to sleep. <laughs> the need for sleep goes far beyond simply replenishing our energy levels every 12 hours. Our brains actually change states when we sleep to clear away the toxic byproducts of neural activity left behind during the day. Yeah, well, that's why it's important to get your sleep. Your brain needs to clear out, your body needs to rest. But, weirdly enough, research on mice has revealed the same process starts to occur in brains that are chronically sleep-deprived, too. Except it's kicked into hyperdrive. Researchers have found that persistently poor sleep causes the brain to clear a significant amount of neurons and sim synaptic synaptic connections, and recovering sleep might not be able to reverse the damage. In 2017, a team led by neuroscientist Michelle Belizzi from the March Polytech University in Italy examined the mammalian brain's response to poor sleeping habits and found a bizarre similarity between the well-rested and sleepless mice. Like the cells elsewhere in your body, the neurons in your brain are being constantly refreshed by two different types of cells. Support cells that are often called the glue of the nervous system. The microglial cells are responsible for clearing out old and worn out cells via a process called phagocytosis. Phagocytosis. So that's phagto. That's P-H-A-G-O. Phagocytosis. Just so we're clear on the spelling, the word phagocytosis is P-H-A-G-O-C-Y-T-O-S-I-S. And I can say it now. Phag <laughs> Phagocytosis, meaning to devour in Greek. The aristocrat's job is to prune unnecessary synapses, connections to the brain to refresh and reshape its wiring. Wow, there's a lot of work going on up in the brain, hey? Like behind the scenes, fucking clearing out your brain, making your brain fresh, making your brain not eat itself, in some cases eating itself. Um... We've known that this process occurs when we sleep to clear away the neurological wear and tear of the day, but now it appears that the same thing happens when we start to lose sleep. But rather than being a good thing, the brain goes overboard with the clearing and starts to harm itself instead. Think of it like the garbage being cleared out while you're sleeping. Versus someone coming into your house after several sleepless nights and indiscriminately tossing out your television, fridge, and family dog. We show for the first time that portions of the synapses are literally eaten by astrocytes because of the sleep loss. So wow, so it starts to eat your brain. To figure this out, the researchers imagine the brains of four groups of mice. One group was left asleep for six to eight hours while rested. Another was periodically woken up from the sleep, so spontaneously awake. <laughs> it sounds like how I sleep. I mean, I'm not always woken. I was just waking myself up, but. A third group was kept awake for an extra eight hours, sleep-deprived, so you're told you just, just stay awake. And the final group was kept awake for five days straight, chronically sleep-deprived. So five days straight, so you're like a meth-fucking-crack addict or whatever the fuck you are that keeps you up at night. Yeah, let's just go with a meth drug. Meth or fucking, what's another one? Anyways, yeah. When the researchers compared the activity of the, uh... Astrocytes across four groups, they identified it in 5.7% of the synapses 
synopsis fucking big words big word well they're not a big word but not easy to say when you're talking about <laughs> medical shit here and the ball rests at mouse mouse brains and 7.3 of the spontaneously awake mouse brains um and the sleep deprived and chronically sleep deprived mice they noticed something different the astrocytes had increased their activity to actually eating parts of the synopsis like microgeal cells eat waste a process known as astro Kytic faggot cytosis. <laughs> oh man. So in the sleep deprived mouse brains, they were found to be so the astrocytes, which fucking start eating your brain, were found to be active across 8.4% of the brain. A whooping 13.5% of the synopsis showed blah 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 activity. So basically, if you're a fucking crackhead, meth addict. Uh, I mean, you're depriving yourself of sleep for whatever fucking reason. Let this be a lesson to you. It will start to eat your fucking brain. So let's like many questions remain, such as if the process is repli replicated in human brains and if catching up on sleep can reverse the damage. But the fact that Alzheimer's deaths have increased by an incredible 50% since 1999, together with the struggle that many of us have, have in getting a good night's sleep, means that is something we need to get to the bottom of and fast. So basically, uh, that's probably possible that it causes Alzheimer's, which of course Alzheimer's can really fuck your brain up. Um, another thing is dementia too, that really fucks up with your brain. So maybe all these things are tied together. Um, can you go back? Maybe they've gone back through research to see if all these people have been sleep deprived. Does your brain start eating itself? Then you you turn into a fucking zombie? I don't know. This is all <laughs> this is all fairly rich, but it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't fucking surprise me. Haven't you seen people out there before that don't get enough sleep? They're a little bit fucked up in the head, I think. <laughs> I think that's safe to say. So Alright. I hope you're hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks. Thanks for sticking around. You're still here. Woohoo! Let's see, did, did I go through all the articles I wanted to go through? We went through the Joey Diaz clip, we went through the used condoms for resale, our package is new, I still can't fucking believe that. The dude fell through the sinkhole, his worst nightmare, into a pit of rats, a brain that eats itself. Now let's get to the next article here. This is uh, from HuffPost.com. The article says, scientists think beetles armor could provide clues to stronger buildings. Wow. This is a... We've probably heard before some beetles and some fucking cockroaches. It would take a nuclear nuclear bomb to fucking blow them up. Even then, they might survive a nuclear blast. Here's another beater, beetle with a very, very tough shell. I'm going to talk about I'm going to read this article here. It's a beetle that can withstand bird pecks, animal stomps, and even being rolled over by a Toyota Camry. Toyota Camry? Isn't that a bit of a smaller car? Either way, that's still a few thousands of fucking thousands and thousands of pounds. Isn't it like 6,000 pounds or some bullshit? Maybe more? Now, scientists are studying what the bug's crush-resistant shell could teach them about designing stronger planes and buildings. This beetle is super tough, said P Purdue University civil engineer Pablo Zafarati, who was among a group of researchers that ran over the insect with a car as part of a new study. So, how does the seemingly indestructible insect do it? The species aptly named Diabolical Ironclad Beetle owes its might to an unusual armor that is layered and pieced together like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, wow. According to the study by Zavarati and his colleagues published in Nature 
Um, they said its design, they say, could help inspire more durable structures and vehicles. To understand what gives the inch-long beetle its strength, researchers first tested how much squishing it could take. The species, which can be found in Southern California's woodlands, withstood compression of about 39,000 times its own weight. So for a 200-pound man, that would be like surviving a 7.8 million pound crush. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's not going to happen with our little fucking squishy little fucking blood-filled gut-haven bodies. <laughs> uh, other local beetle species shattered under one-third as much pressure. So wow, this one is super fucking strong. Researchers then used electron microscopes and CT scans to examine the beetle's exoskeleton and figure out what made it so strong. As is often the case for flightless beetles, the species have a protective case that normally she's wings had strengthened and toughened over time. Up close, scientists realized that the cover also benefited from special jigsaw-like bindings and a layered architect. When compressed, they found the structure fractured slowly instead of snapping all at once. When you pull them apart, it doesn't break catastrophically. It just deforms a little bit. That's crucial for the beetle. It can also be used useful, useful for engineers who design aircraft and other vehicles with a variety of materials, such as steel, plastic, plastic. Currently, engineers rely on pins, bolts, welding, and adhesives to hold everything together. But those techniques can be prone to degrading. In the structure of a beetle shell, nature offers an interesting and elegant alternative. Because the beetle-inspired design fractures in a gradual and predictable way, cracks could be more reliably inspected for safety. The beetle study is a part of an $8 million project funded by the U.S. Air Force to explore how the biology of creatures such as the mantis shrimp, bighorn sheep, could help develop impact-resistant materials. We're trying to go beyond what nature has done. Pretty much. Um, the research is the latest effort to borrow the natural... Okay, so basically, this motherfucker beetle here could be the solution to stronger buildings um, that would probably need less maintenance over time, you know? Maybe they would also with earthquakes, um, hurricanes, and all that shit, which is pretty cool. Um, me, personally, this is one beetle that I don't want to run into. <laughs> Because I don't really like bugs. I don't know about you. I don't really like bugs. I don't really like spiders. I don't like shit like that. I'd rather just kill them and be on with it the day. I'm not telling people to kill bugs. They're great for the environment. Blah, 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 blah. The circle of life. But this motherfucking beetle, if you see this beetle, you may want to go the other way. You may just want to keep walking away from it. Because there's nothing you can do to kill it. Um, It's possible, though, if you want to drop an atomic bomb on him. If you have one, he might die. Maybe a grenade. Maybe throw him into a fire. I don't know if he withstands fire. I didn't say he's fire retarded. Fireproof. But I don't know. But thanks for joining us on this edition of Snoochie Lou. Had a good time. You can follow me on Instagram at Snoochie Podcast. Subscribe. Leave a comment. Drop me a message. Let me know about some fucked up shit in your life. or some cool stuff that you know about. I'd love to hear about it. That's it for now. Have a good one.